I'm Natasha. And I'm Sarah. We're two girlfriends who met in the entertainment industry where we found the most important commonality, our faith in Jesus. This is our faith-based podcast where we share with you guys encouragement from the Word of God, different struggles that we faced as believers, and how we navigate being in the world but not of the world. We are Covered Covered by by Grace. Welcome back to another episode of the Covered by Grace podcast. In today's episode, we are talking all about stepping into God's rest and what that means and looks like to us. And I am going to start off with this quote that I've actually heard recently, and it says, you will never be able to outrun the rested. So I kind of like this because it kind of reminds me of what we're talking about today and how God will use us when we're rested in his rest. Mm, that's so good. I love that. Yeah, I definitely agree. We, I feel like there's just so many, well, I feel like there's so much to say about rest in general, but yeah. obviously we know that we are commanded to rest as well. And I, I mean, I'm just going to be honest. This is something that I really, really, really struggle with is mm-hmm. getting into God's rest. And I feel like you would probably be pretty similar because we're yeah. both very, we love to, like, we love to work. I feel like we love, you know, we love to hustle. We love, love it. what we do. <laughs> we love to be busy. Yeah. And I think that comes maybe more naturally to us. And I know some people, they need more balance versus discipline. So I, mm-hmm. I think for us, maybe we would struggle more with, with balance than we would with discipline. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so important. How do you... How do you feel that you've been coping with trying to get into God's rest? Yeah. So like you said, it's really been hard for me in the past to do that. I think I've struggled with that pretty much all my life because I've Mm -hmm. been a workaholic since I was really, really young. I was, I mean, I know a lot of our listeners probably kind of know a little bit of our story right now, but um, always in the entertainment industry. and, And that's an industry where you constantly have to be working on your craft, auditioning, performing, doing all these things yeah. nonstop. And if you get the opportunity, like you can't say no to it, whether whether or not you really want to do it, you know, it's just something that you have to like keep pushing for. So that has always been instilled in me since I was young because I that's just what I was used to. And so yeah. I've really struggled with that. And I've also been the type of person too when things haven't been going the way that I've wanted them to, I would distract myself from that by getting even extra busy. You know what I mean? Like, Busier. Yeah. <laughs> I would just be like, okay, so, you know, my music isn't turning out the way that I wanted to, or, you know, it's not following the path that I thought I had <laughs> for myself. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to add on 10 different things into my life just to make sure that I can't really focus on that thing that's bothering me, where I should have yeah. been, instead of focusing on what I thought my music path should look like or you know another path should look like I should have really been stepping back into God's rest and allowing him to take control of that for me but you know we all we're all human and we get caught up in our own things sometimes and so I yeah I would just add on to that pile with 10 other things just so I didn't know or didn't look at how things weren't going the way I wanted them to. Yeah, that's really interesting how you said that that's kind of what you were almost conditioned to do mm-hmm. because I feel like we can, we all find our identity in different things. And, yeah. you know, I can really relate to that. I'm sure a lot of our listeners can relate to that. We find our identity in, in different things. And I definitely can attest to finding my identity in my accomplishments or 
how busy I am or how much I have to do. And Mm -hmm. I think that when we try to actually slow down and rest, when that's really, really difficult or it makes us feel anxious, then I feel like that's a kind of a red flag or a sign to be like, okay, why do I feel like I can't slow down? Why um, am am I finding my value in this? And so it's just so much more difficult to actually sit down and be like, okay, I'm going to rest. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I I didn't grow up in the entertainment industry, but both of my parents are very entrepreneurial mindset. And, you know, my mom's always with her to-do list. And, and a lot of things is I, I've taken so many great traits from them in terms of like goal setting and accomplishing things. And I love my to-do list and I love getting things done. But it's definitely something that that's hard to do to rest. And um, actually, I wanted to share this quick little analogy or and vision, something that happened to me just a, a couple of days ago. So my mom and I, because I was just visiting my family, my mom and I were talking about how we both really struggle to rest and to also just like have fun, like play and yeah. not, you know, because we're like, oh, there, there has to be a point to it. So yeah. I think like my mom, when she would go to play tennis with my dad, like back in the day, she would feel like, well, is there a point to this? Like, am I just playing like just for fun? Like kind of like, what's the point? And and so I definitely, I definitely can see that as well because if I go to do something, like I went to, to have a nice like leisure bike ride with my husband the other day and I felt like I wasn't getting enough of a workout. I was like, no, I'm not like (laughs) pedaling fast enough. Like I'm not breaking a sweat. I'm not. And so for me, it was like, well, this is kind of a waste of time because I'm just leisurely riding my bike and it's not a workout. So what am I accomplishing in this task? And so my, um, my husband and my dad both kind of pointed that out about me and my mom that like, okay, you guys need to learn how to rest more and you need to play and like have fun and then um my and then my husband Adam got a, a vision because usually the Lord will speak to him through visions and he's like you know what he's like I just had a vision of both of you like me and my mom he's like you're kids and you're like playing um I don't know if it was like in a garden or something like that but he's like and you're first you're wearing these like dresses like these little dresses so you're gonna go and have fun but then all of a sudden you both change into like your work clothes like these like scrubs and you're both just like working and <laughs> And he's like, I like Cinderella. Yeah, exactly. And he's like, I feel like I don't remember the exact vision, but basically he was saying, he's like, I feel like um, the Lord is saying that you both need to like take off your work clothes and like put on like your fun dresses and just like have have some fun. So I was like, that's that's very true. Like I just felt like that was something probably a lot of people could relate to. Oh, for sure. I mean, even for myself and my mom, like that reminds me of us as well. Like my mom has an incredible work ethic. And I think that's how I learned my work ethic as well, just by copying her growing up and just nonstop doing things like you said, your your mom does as well with the to do list. And, you know, which is a really great Mm -hmm. example, because I do like, I like to be organized. and, And that's how I learned how to be organized. But it's funny because my mom and I like during quarantine last year, like when everyone was at home for like months on end, um, we we would always laugh at each other and be like, throughout this whole time, we haven't sat down in the middle of a day and just like watched a movie or like had a nap or did something like something something leisurely like that like we've never done that we've been constantly taking the time to work on Mm -hmm. things and fix up the house or you know work out or do things like that like we never actually just 
rested and we would always call it this is so funny but we would always call it like doing something naughty like it it would be not it would be (laughs) naughty to take a nap in the middle of the day it would be naughty to like just watch a movie (laughs) and for some reason we would always have a laugh at that but but yeah it's so true like we live kind of like in a culture where you have to go 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 and get the next thing done and check off the boxes and um constantly strive for bigger and better when really that's not what God has ever called us to do. Like if we look at scripture, that's mm-hmm. not what he's ever said. He's never said like, you know, work so hard that you forget the point of living. You know what I mean? Like he's never ever said that. So, yeah. It is it's interesting because I think we're just conditioned to do that like you said. And another thing that I've kind of stepped back from a little bit like over the last month is like posting on social media. Like I find I find that exhausting sometimes mm-hmm. and I don't know why like in my head I find that that's also something that I have to step back from some from time to time and just rest in that because I find it like mentally draining and I know mm-hmm. we've talked about that a lot as well but yeah that's something for me personally like right now I'm just like I'm taking a break from this I don't even want to do it I don't really want to look at it yeah I just find it like I always have to think about things to post about like <laughs> be like oh would someone find this interesting and then I'm thinking wait, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, who is this for? It's If it's not glorifying God, who am I doing it for? You know, so. Yeah, and the thing is, is that the list will also never end. So yeah. I feel like, you know, we'll be like, okay, well, I'll just get this done. And then once I get this done, then I'll be good and then I can rest. But it's, it is never going to stop. And I think sometimes the older you get or the more, you know, you get into uh, adulthood and into life, then things just get busier, right? If you... Yeah within your job or you have kids or whatever it is. And I think before when I was living at home, I didn't have, I still had a lot to do, but I didn't have as much to do as I do now. And I think like being a wife and having like a household to take care of, I realized I I will never finish my to-do list because <laughs> right when I finish cleaning the apartment, it's going to be dusty. Like there's going to be dust again in my living room. And then just picturing having kids, well, It'll, it'll never be done. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that's a scary I, thought, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it'll ne- it never. So I'm like, you know what? I feel like I need to, I, I am trying to do this, but basically what I'll try to do is after I've completed a lot of tasks in the day, I'm trying to like pray and discern, Lord, mm-hmm. have I done enough work today? Like, should I, t- not that, you know, he's trying to make me do all this work, but like, am I like kind of where he'll where I can find discernment of like, okay, you can, like, you've, you've done a lot of work, you should probably rest now. Um, And obviously, that's going to look different for everyone, or even having like a time that I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to stop working at this point, I'm going to stop answering work emails, or I'm going to stop working on things. And even I think something that could be helpful for a lot of us to do, and I'm trying to do this, I tried to do it yesterday, is actually um, allotting time for rest. So knowing Mm -hmm. that, okay, from 9 p.m. until 10 p.m., I'm going to rest. And obviously, rest is one thing, like, you know, um, laying down on the couch and like, watching a movie or something like that and that's and that's really good. But then obviously, getting into God's rest is like, another thing. Yeah, for sure. And that can look different for everyone. But um, I mean, it's, it's still rest, right? So I think having that allotting that time to do that especially if you're someone who's go 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 and you're good at to-do list then you can put that on your to-do list of from nine until ten or whatever time or even if it's like 20 minutes or something just to do nothing or 
or like, I don't know, meditate on scripture, pray, just doing something to get into God's rest. Yeah. And I, I think that's really important that you mentioned that as well. Like it's not necessarily the rest from work that we're talking about. Like, like, like you said, like literally laying on the couch or, you know, taking a nap. That's not really the necessarily the work we're talking about we're kind of also talking about like resting in work so from leaving it into God's hands and and trusting that he can do whatever you're striving so hard to accomplish you know by yourself so I think that's really Mm -hmm. important because I think even like you know in the Bible when he talked about work he did mean not to work on those days I think like physically work like on a Sunday on Sabbath but I also do think he's meaning to let him do the works that we can't physically do by ourselves. Yeah, that's true. That's really good because, yeah, that that's really good also because then we can just be like, okay, I'll drive myself crazy working for six days out of the week and then finally rest on Sunday. But then it's like, okay, were you bringing God into your work all the other days of the week and were you striving and doing everything in your own strength or were you trying to to give him your burden so that, you know, yeah. like we do our best and then God does the rest type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's even a scripture like to go with that too, like Matthew 11, 28 to 30 says, come to me all who, who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So that kind of describes what we mean like it's not just physical labor and physical work it's just literally like giving everything that you that you're worried about and you're you're striving for to him and he'll take care of it so just wanted to throw that in there (laughs) no that's so good that's actually the scripture that I was going to go to as well I mean I I guess (laughs) I guess that's a pretty common common scripture but I was definitely going to go to that scripture as well Um, and also there's this quote something something along the lines of like sometimes you need to to slow down to speed up Mm. and I, I have no idea where that quote came from but I've seen it pretty sure on Instagram before and and not that it's all like okay I'm just going to rest for my benefit so that I can do better in my work but I think it is really true that you can you can keep going, but then you're kind of like spinning your wheels or you're not going to be as effective in what you're doing. But when you actually take the time to slow down and you're constantly abiding in the Lord, then everything that you do is going to be that much richer and that much better and that much more spirit filled. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, especially if you're in ministry, I feel like that is the most important thing to do. And and or if you're creative as well, I mean, there's so many different areas, but I think when you're constantly having to like pump out new ideas and that's the same with ministry too, you have to be creative. If you're a pastor, you have to come up with a sermon every week. And and even for us, like this takes a lot of like it is ministry in a sense, what what we're kind of doing on our podcast, I'd like to think. So that takes a lot of intentionality as well. And I think the more that we're just we're just resting, then we're able to give out so much more. And um, one of my friends the other day, I asked him what he was, what he did, like what he was up to that day. And he was like, oh, I just, I just read the word like the whole day and just hung out in the Lord's presence. And I was like, what? And, and, and he just said it with like, no, no shame. Like, it's like, this is what I did. Mm -hmm. And it's a good thing. And so I was like, wow, that's so true. Like the more that you can do that, you just, you can, you can give out so much more because you're filled um, with rest from the Lord. Yeah, for sure. And like even I I did a lot of that. Like I think like as things are starting to open up again, that's a really great reminder because um, I did a lot of that 
back in quarantine where I would just sit and like read all day, like read the word. And um, it is a good reminder for me because I feel like I haven't done enough of that in the last like couple months just because things are opening up again and we're kind of being rushed back into uh, the life that seems kind of familiar from before COVID. You know, there's, you know, jobs and and concert starting again and things are just like kind of popping up now and it's a good reminder that even in that case we can't forget to keep those days of rest and rest in his word and and all those um for us as well like we need to keep doing that so that's a good reminder (laughs) I'm gonna I think I need to I think I need to set out some time this afternoon to just read because um I feel like my to-do list is getting a little bit long again and it's uh time to just kind of step back so yeah good advice (laughs) yeah no I I need to do it too to be honest like I always talk about it and I and I'm trying but it's hard and there's also a really good book too I, I forget the author but it's the ruthless elimination of hurry and um, or even to hell with the hustle is really good as well. But I'm currently still working through the ruthless elimination of hurry. And it's it's just so good. And I feel like we might have I don't even know if we spoke about this before, but basically the author, he's a father and he's just talking about how on the weekends, I think they take Sabbath on Saturday and they all like turn their phones off, like the whole family like puts their phones in like a closet or something on like Friday night and they just rest the whole day together. And I was like, mm-hmm. wow, I seriously and and I I don't know for sure. I think he could be a pastor, but I could be wrong. But he I know he seems to be like a busy person. He's obviously an author. And so if he can do that and he's a, a father and a husband. So if he can do that, I'm like, I think I should be able to do that or even like having that practice with your children as well, with your family. I think that's so good to teach them young the importance of of Sabbath and how we really should be resting. For sure. And that also like that. So you said he takes Sabbath on a Saturday and like obviously in the Bible, God does Sabbath on the seventh day, which is Sunday. So um, that's also a good reminder too, that it doesn't necessarily have to be Sunday. Like that's what God did say in the Bible. But you know, if for whatever reason, like if you're working on a Sunday and like you can't take that day off like you can always do it on a different day as well and take a sabbath day um so that is a good reminder as well yeah and i know there's i haven't looked into this i know there's i don't know what it is but there's some type of maybe not controversy but uh behind like what is the seventh day so some people believe it's a saturday some people believe it's a sunday i personally haven't looked into it and haven't been convicted on like which day is which but i I Mm -hmm. agree with you that i don't I don't necessarily think it has to be like a Sunday or it has to be a Saturday because again, people do work on the weekends and maybe they're not able to do that, but maybe they have Monday off. Mm-hmm. And so right. I think that's really good. And also I think just, I feel like they talk about this a lot in that book, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry, but you just kind of realize Jesus's character and that, you know, he wasn't frantic and he wasn't rushing, rushing around everywhere. And, you know, he walked everywhere and he, and he wasn't anxious. And, um, one of my friends said this the other day, I don't know where they got this from, but he basically said that Jesus, like during the time that Jesus was alive on the earth, there was obviously so many things, so many horrible things going on all around the world. So whether people were getting murdered or whatever terrible things were happening every single night, but yet every single night he went to sleep in perfect peace, knowing that he did the will of the father that day. And yet he could know, like he knew everything that was going 
around and he could be like running around like saving everyone and doing all this and I think that's a good reminder because we're not you know we're not God and I think sometimes when we're mm-hmm. like well there's so many more things I could be doing but yet there was so many thing more things that Jesus could be doing knowing that someone is in need of whatever but he still had to rest and he still had to abide in the Lord and go to sleep and like take care of himself he wasn't running around frantically um in an anxious way so um yeah I thought that was really helpful <laughs> yeah and that just kind of made me think of a couple things too real quick so like one thing that I think has really damaged our culture as well is like having timelines for things. So that is like that that's what makes it really mm-hmm. hard for a lot of people to like step back and rest or even leave things in God's hands sometimes because we always have like a timeline and like it's kind of just been thrown on us. But I, I feel like every girl when they're growing up, maybe guys do this too, but like girls say like oh I'd like to be married at like 25 and then have kids by 27 and then have a house at this age and Mm -hmm. do this at that age and a lot of that is like super unrealistic and you know we don't know our own timeline only God does so it's really it's really unrealistic for us to put those timelines on ourselves but I think culturally like that's kind of what we're told or what we're exposed to like from watching movies and things like that like that's just kind of what we're being brainwashed to believe that we have to have all these things by certain ages so I think like throwing the timeline out the window is also like really key in this like there shouldn't be a timeline of our own because we can't do anything in our own strength anyways it's not up to us yeah and it doesn't that's a good point it doesn't help that we're reminded of it constantly like we'll open up yeah our Instagram and then we see what other people are achieving and it's like oh my gosh I tried to sit down and rest for a second but now I see what everyone else is doing and then it's like creates this anxiousness of like I need to go out and I need to do that as well so yeah It's not really helpful, but um, I was also trying to think of what are some practical steps that we could say for people, including ourselves, that need to step into rest that we could do Mm -hmm. to really step into that rest. And I I wrote a a couple of them down, and I'm also kind of thinking out loud right now, but I was thinking um, one of them, well, I think one of them could, first of all, just be recognizing our need for rest and recognizing that the, the Bible does command us to rest and that Jesus rested and that God even rested Um, after he created the world that he rested as well. So I think maybe just acknowledging our need for rest and that that's actually vital for us. And I was also thinking to just going back to the distractions, like taking the time to maybe not have the like cell phone, like putting our cell phones away or our computer, whatever it is that's causing us not to be able to rest. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I was thinking maybe one other thing too is even, even like sometimes I like to journal and understand where I'm am getting my value from so if I know if I am getting my value from I guess it kind of goes with recognizing that we need it but I think uh journaling and like or even just praying on it like where are we getting our value from because if we can recognize I do get my value from the work that I do then we can be more intentional about okay I added this to my to-do list because I wanted to feel more accomplished today but what would what would God actually asked me to do in this situation yeah I love all those things I, I agree with all of the things that you just mentioned there and um, I think also just maybe taking some time for like self-care I know like self-care could be a bunch of different things but uh, and including in that time like maybe putting on like a worship playlist or like you know 
you could put on a podcast or a sermon and things like that. Like to me, that's really helped. Like I find that doing that, like I'm, I'm giving myself rest in that way physically by doing self-care things like having a bath or like reading a book or, you know, uh, doing my skincare or whatever. And then at the same time, I like to put on those things while I'm doing those things. So I'm kind of getting like a double whammy in terms of like resting. Um, but I just find that really helps me um, relax and just step into to his rest as well. And um, I'm also trying to read every night before bed uh, scripture or like part of the Bible, like something I, I kind of like allot myself something each day to read. I'm trying to do that. It's hard to always be on that schedule because it's kind of unrealistic some nights if it's super late. And then I also like to read my devotional in the morning. So those are kind of like two, yeah, two little things that I'm trying to do. I definitely like to read my devotional That's good. every morning, but sometimes at night I find if I'm too tired, I don't always read, but I'm working on that. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. And also that kind of just reminded me too, of even prioritizing what has to be done, right? Because yeah. we can like make these long to-do lists in between. But some of the things, if we actually look at it, it's like, well, you don't actually have to have that done today. It's actually not pressing. So sometimes I think it can be helpful. Or what I'm trying to do is when I look at my to-do list, I'm like, what do I actually need? What is pressing that I actually have to do today or I actually have to do tomorrow? And what are things that can wait? And um, even sometimes over-scheduling ourselves, like with whether it's, I don't know, events or even just social things, I think, you know, people understand for things to be rescheduled. If you're like, this isn't, you know, I've been just wearing myself down and I haven't been resting enough and I, I really need to reschedule this or you don't even have to say, to say the reason. But mm -hmm. yeah, I think there's um definitely just slowing down and, and you hear from the Lord more as well. I think that that's when we really get clarity of what the Lord is saying to us because sometimes we can also be praying about what am I supposed to do in this situation? Or Lord, what are you saying here? But we can't hear him because we're just so busy that we don't even take a second to to sit down and, and slow down. So yeah, yeah. Um, I think I can't think of anything else that I've been trying to do for rest. But I I think maybe trying to schedule in that time is probably going to be a first step for me. Is scheduling in whether fifteen minutes, thirty minutes, an hour, and trying to put that on my to-do list yeah for so for schedulers out there like us maybe we need to add it mm -hmm. to our to-do list um <laughs> and check that yeah. box off uh in priority so yeah i love that well that is all for today's episode thank you so much for listening and we will be back soon with the next one